can we watch a clip of uh, Jeremy Corbyn getting angry at Philip Schofield? Oh, uh, just to get me in the mood. They they, they finally uh, squeezed an apology for anti-Semitism out of Jeremy Corbyn. Can I make it clear? I and just our say sorry. Pa- wait, wait a minute. I and our party. No, just say sorry. Come on, let me say. Let me, can I say something? Well, our party. I want you and to say my, sorry. And our party and me. Yeah. Do not accept anti-Semitism in any form. So are you sorry for anything that's happened? Obviously, I'm very sorry for everything that's happened. But I want to make this clear. I am dealing with it. I have dealt with it. Other parties are also affected by anti-Semitism. Candidates have been withdrawn by the Liberal Democrats and the Conservatives and by us because of it. We just do not accept it in any form whatsoever. Because I recognise that anti-Semitism is a poison and it's very dangerous and it's allowed to run on. You know what happens. You know the history of Europe in the 20th century. But any other form of racism is equally unacceptable, Islamophobia or anything else. Yeah, he did the he did what Labour's been doing for the last six months trying or so. to say the line, but... Tory Islamophobia. But it's not it's not a thing. Did you see how angry he got, though? He gets angry any time. Very, any, very easily wound any up. Any kind of journalist or whoever asks him a difficult question, he gets wound up. Visibly, like, frustrated with it. Do you remember he, he <coughs> lurched at someone? Yeah, it's it's shows... some woman. It was a woman as well. Yeah, and he like he lunged at her like he was going to punch her in the face. Yeah, he's he's very intellectually inflexible. Yeah, I mean the guy I don't think has a learning curve. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. To the triumphant return, the boring, depressed return for the Ill-Informed Insight Podcast Election Special. I'm Tom. Joining me today is Tim. Hello. Good evening. Tim, how's Brexit going? Very slowly. Glacially, in fact. I thought we moved past d- depression into insanity. PTSD, I believe, look, look, Brexit was causing uh, the UK public. I saw that yeah, headline. Yeah, there is actually a, a medical condition where people have... I think one guy was actually admitted for... Brexit-itis or yeah, something? Yeah, he just completely lost it. Cause, but no, like I said, you, you said sort of boring and depressing. I think it's uh, exciting and hysterical now. Like, like if, you, if, if, if we're following the, the timeline... That's not good. Hysterical's not good. Yeah, but like in, in, in the last episode, we, was, we were talking about, yeah. you know, how you just have to... Wow, that sounded fast. That must have been really fucking loud for the mic to pick that up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That sounded like some souped up Honda. We're in the back of my garden. We're not like at the front of my Ferrari. house. Sorry. Anyway, um... Yeah, it's everyone's talking about the election. We're we're, we're one week away from uh, our sort of December general election, and nobody knows who to vote for. Nobody wants to vote for anybody. Like I can't probably vote for the party I want to. Um, Not running a candidate. Yeah, because I I think I'm in a marginal seat, and the Brexit Party have sort of surrendered it to the, the Tories. I think, given the opportunity, I'd vote for Brexit Party, even though they've got no chance on paper. But yeah. When have the polls been accurate recently? I think they could do a lot better up north than people expect. I hope they will anyway. I don't know. I I think a lot of Labour voters, um, Labour Eurosceptics, I think the whole Labour Party's um, Schrodinger's Brexit. Yeah. Is, it, is it Brexit? Is it not Brexit? We don't know until we open the box, right? Yeah, but... but when, I think that has actually worked on traditional Labour supporters. But when you say 
traditional Labour supporters? Do you mean Labour or Labour? (laughs) (laughs) My father. My father and his father and his father before him and his father before him. and A lot of those are going to vote Labour just because what the fuck else is there? They're not going to vote Tory. No, but Brexit party, they should all vote for, for Nigel Farage's party. I don't know how popular Farage... I know. I reckon Farage is... Um, he's probably got good favourability ratings and things like that down in Somerset, Plymouth. If they could I re- don't know about Yorkshire, yeah, it, Lancashire, it, I don't know. It's such a weird thing, though. It's like, if, obviously, if they could replicate the results they got in the recent European elections, they'd be, they'd be very happy. Um, but the, the fact is, they offered the, the Conservative Party, not a coalition. A truce or something, wasn't it? He, called, they it, he it? called it a Brexit pact. Oh, that's it. A leavers pact. But um, the, the Tories were having none of it. And the thing is... So like, technically, though, wasn't that... Um, they have to be hardline Eurosceptic Tory, otherwise Brexit Party will, will run against them. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. And um, just to guarantee a leave majority in the House of Commons, it sounds really good on paper. But the Tories were having none of it. And the thing that annoyed me, um, I wasn't so much surprised, but like it was like the, the Tories didn't even give an explanation of why they didn't want to go into coalition. And it just, for me, it just smacked of arrogance. And again, the, 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 like the underlying thing of this, the political class, not wanting the hoi polloi, the great unwashed getting involved in their game, you know, because yeah. the Brexit party is this very sort of grassroots thing. And it just, you know, I think the whole underlying theme of Brexit has been like a sort of, rebellion against the political class or two fingers up to the political class you don't think and by not going into coalition um, with this sort of grassroots party i think they've just propagated that even further i think the the tory and they deserve to be punished for it the initial tory response of yeah uh, going into coalition doesn't make any sense all it does is split the eurosceptic leave vote so there's no point i think that's largely right yeah but the, but there, there are loads of seats up north where the tories haven't won for like a hundred years literally they haven't won a seat in a hundred years there and they're still going up against the brexit party in those seats come on they they, they should have they should have done some sort of pact but they're not going to because they're just too arrogant too power hungry and greedy i don't know how eager i'd be like the lib dems got destroyed for being a junior party in a Tory-led coalition government, right? Brexit Party is going to be... They're not even at Lib Dem levels, right? No. Outside of European Parli- Parliament, who gives a fuck? The polls, I mean? the polls are predicting the Brexit Party will be absolutely annihilated in this election. They won't get any seats. Historically speaking, I that's think, about right. I think they'll get minimum of three. They might surprise people. So hold me to that, listeners. Minimum of three. And the, and, but also, interestingly, the polls have said that the, the Liberal Democrats, they started off strong and they've got weaker and weaker mm. as the campaigns have been going. And they're saying that Joe Swinson is very unpopular. But you see, I, I don't trust polls Her at popularity, all. popularity, this is... I, the, I've not watched any of the debates, interviews, except I saw five minutes of Andrew Neil with Joe Swinson. Yeah. God bless Andrew Neil. The only broadcast journalist in the country who would have had the stones to say, listen... I'm going to conduct this interview on the basis that you're not going to be the next prime minister. <laughs> that was the first thing he says to her. But yeah, he called her up on that. And Usually, um, unlike Nick Clegg, who's yeah. a bit of a no-name, and then he sort of emerged in that debate. I agree with Nick. You remember that? Yeah. Uh, normally, you, when you're a no-name and then you arrive on the scene, your popularity goes up just by virtue of the fact people recognise your face. <laughs> and the more people recognise Joe Swinson, the more they don't like her. 
Well, she did. She's a Lib Dem. Yeah. It's easy to be Lib Dem. But she didn't do herself many favours because I did watch quite a few of the interviews, and she she spent fifty percent of the time apologising for for things they did in the coalition. So it, exactly, it's such a long shadow it cast over them. The Tories bent them over and spanked them hard. On that coalition. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. Like, but the, the worst Lib thing Dems is they took it, nothing. The worst thing is they took it willingly and happily because they'd never they'd never been at the top top table before and they, they really enjoyed yeah, they it they got very little and what they did get the Tories took Listen, credit for Nick, Nick Clegg got a job in Facebook that's all that matters he, he's happy God's sake um, the joke Britain is voted to leave the EU now he's got a shield for Facebook you know you said Andrew Neil went into that interview with the assumption that uh, Joe Lib Dems cannot win cannot can't win. form a majority now he didn't do that for Corbyn despite the fact what the sort of you know I keep going back to polls whether I believe them or not it's, it, you know Labour look, look, look set not to do as well it's neck and neck basically isn't it or is it how could uh, for me like how could you vote for jeremy corbyn with a straight not not with a straight face more with a honest heart just because someone is really good in lots of ways it doesn't make up for all their failings and i I, I just see him as having massive failings and his his team as well so like Uh, this is and his whole his whole failed philosophy from the 1950s hungary you know, which has been proved to be rubbish. No one, communism is shit. I'm sorry. Remember, he was he was upselling Venezuela as late as I think uh, January 2015. He was still talking about Venezuelan socialism yeah, as a, a viable model that the UK should be looking at. Come on, Carl- and this is when there was like dumpster diving going on. Yeah, Karl Marx was like fucking some old guy with a beard 120 years ago. He's buried in fucking Highgate Cemetery. Leave him in the dirt for God's sake. It's oh, they have to history. charge. They old had to history. charge. The people who sort of like look after that estate yeah. of his gravesite or whatever, they had to start charging entry. Uh, very, very uh, communistic. Because it was getting like people were just loitering it and littering and things like that. So they had to start getting rid of the riffraff, <laughs> basically, and make sure that only middle class socialists go to his gravesite. They do tours. Yeah, but we just, you touched on something there that's sort of like my big thing at the moment is just UK politics can't sort out Brexit. That's basically why we're ha- this is a sham election as far as I'm it, concerned. I'm UK putting my poli- cards on the table. It's, it's a that, sham, right? It's not that it can't sort out Brexit. It doesn't want to. It doesn't want Brexit. The majority of MPs don't want Brexit to happen. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm now at the point though where it's they fucked it up. They triggered Article 50, the two-year process having no idea what they wanted. Like you say, they really didn't Theresa May did not want to leave I think maybe out of 650 MPs, maybe about 30, 32 are actually, yeah, hardcore. Like, I just want to leave. Don't really care. Problem is, is they've been marginalized though for the last 30 years. So like at no point did they ever think Britain leaving the European Union was ever going to happen. So they didn't come up, they didn't draw up any, even like a back of a napkin plan of how to get us out. So I reckon like Theresa May goes to them, looks at them and they're like, look, we don't, yeah, we wanted this. We don't know what to do. Yeah, but the, the, but the, the thing is, a lot of people pulling the levers don't want it to happen, and they're happy f- for it to fuck up because they know that they that they won't even if they suffer, um, even if they suffer economically for their, their their failures in this country, they'd be rewarded with a job at the EU if if we ended up remaining. Yeah, we're failed politicians usually end up. Yeah, if if we ended up remaining, you know, they'd probably get a bonus, you know, be president of the EU soon. But like <laughs> it's, it's not going to happen. It's, it, you know, the whole Brexit thing, I've I've learned good or bad, it's it's a genie that's that's come out of a, a bottle now that, you know, refuses to go away. Whatever happens, even if they have a second referendum and remain squeaks it 
not that we will have a second referendum, that's a distant possibility now compared to a few months ago, but like, even if we had a second referendum, we remained, that Brexit genie is still out the bottle. There's still a big chunk of the society that wants to move in a certain direction. So that was, um, that was Joe Swinson's, basically, her position. That's the Lib Dem position. Sorry, and... Second referendum, although they don't have the balls no. to call it a second referendum, they call it the people's vote. I thought they just wanted to reverse the original vote. Originally, Now yes. they're saying second referendum. Uh, back so. when it was bollocks to Brexit. Yeah, they were just like, fuck it. Yeah. If we, well, that was contingent on them forming a majority, which isn't going to happen. And I tell you... I hope I haven't jinxed myself on that one, Jesus. And don't forget, I don't like talking about them, because really, as far as I'm concerned, there's, there's probably more people living in my part of London than the whole of Scotland. But the, the SNP... Um, they're, they're going to be like they might have some power to to, to play in in a, in a possible coalition, and um, it's just going to create a whole another chapter of uh, politic political delay if there's another Scottish referendum and a second European referendum. You know, so like the SNP, they, they they've got a lot of um, weight despite their small size. Well, the Lib Dems got themselves tied up in knots. They, they have a pro... They're not pro-Scottish independence, but they are pro a second independence referendum. And, like, you had one only a few years. It was it three years? Four years ago now. Yeah. But and it wasn't close either. Yeah. But, but the, um, the, the thing about an independent Scotland, though, even though it's got a small population, it, it has, like... It a, wouldn't be an independent Scotland. It'd yeah, be a member of the EU. But Yeah, but it has a lot of disproportionate weight in terms of, like, all the nuclear submarines are there, oil... You know, there's there's a lot of considerations. They they hold a lot of a lot of uh, power up their yeah, kilts problem is, uh, under their sporans. Problem is, the Arabs flooded the market with cheap oil, so now Scottish oil ain't, isn't worth jack shit. Mm. But Lib Dems, they're so tied up in knots, right? Mm. Part of their position is that referendums are bad. Yeah, they're bad ways uh, to sort out an, an integral, important, pivotal issue. Yeah, but we back a second referendum even though we think referendums are bad. Mm-hmm. We don't think uh, secession is a good thing, yet we back a second Scottish independence referendum. Yeah. Their position is kind of self-refuting, contradictory, does not make the slightest bit of sense. It's very easy for me to disregard the uh, SNP. We're looking at it simplistically, they're just one letter away from BNP. I don't see what the difference is between the, the BNP and the SNP. They're both oh, nationalists. People are screaming, Civic, civic Nationalism! Scotland for Scottish people! Fuck off, man. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? I'm pro-Civic Nationalism, but Scottish Nationalism isn't... It's not Civic Nationalism. It's we hate the English. Yeah. And that is literally yeah, it's the be-all, end-all of Scottish independence is we hate English it's, people. It's just like the BNP. We hate people. It's exactly the same thing. Point. It's like the Scots. We're not white. We're Scottish. <laughs> you know what I mean? fuck you brits anyway so the only party we haven't mentioned to the tories but they're, they're pretty much got the same mo as usual just do whatever it takes to stay in power yeah which is tory boris, the essence of toryism boris the bullshitter um who can haven't seen him answer a question in 10 years i know and the, the thing is like he's so used to being punk his he's always puffed up and he gets so punctured and deflated by people's you know, barbs and stuff, and he, like, refuses to go on the Andrew Neil show and all this stuff. But it, it doesn't seem to affect him. However deflated he gets, he just pumps himself back up again. Well, that's because he'd get fucking destroyed. But he doesn't care. He just can take it. Like, we've got, like, six days to go in the election, and Jennifer Curry, the American pole dancing IT specialist, has has not 
you know, she hasn't said that she's fucked him yet, basically, to be brutal. But that's going to come out in the next six days. But and no one will care because it's Boris. Uh, he does have this sort of aura of just like he doesn't give a fuck now. Um, and that 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 is down to the d- d- disaster Jeremy Corbyn has been for the Labour Party. If Labour just had a, a semi-sane, normal <laughs> person at the helm. Reasonable. A vanilla, boring, like, who was that horrible little... Hillary who, who, who was that little Scotsman uh, or Welshman, uh, Owen, with the glasses, who who went up for leadership? Oh, yes. Yeah. I bet they, Smith? Yeah, that's it. I bet they're, 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 they're some Labour people just... Wish but that he, he was, was so fucking boring. He but was worse than Ed Miliband. It doesn't exactly. I, didn't it, he? He but, worked in pharmaceuticals. Yeah, right? something Which like is that. like, yeah. As of 2019, if you worked in any sort of pharmaceutical banking, you really shouldn't be running for public office. You've got very little chance. Yeah, but nowadays, in contrast to Corbyn, he'd probably walk the general election. And in contrast to like Boris, who is like a joke, but. It's, it's because the opposition is so bad that the Tories are, will probably, you know, get a lot of votes. You know, because some people will just well, never they, vote they, for they, Corbyn. Um, but journalists, especially uh, political journalists in the UK, they tried hardcore character assassination on Boris Johnson. Didn't work. Yeah. Just like it didn't really work on Jeremy Corbyn. No. So maybe I think the, the public's just sort of like they're... Not Pavlovian, but sort of default response to character assassination is to just go, ah, it's just character assassination, whatever. Yeah, I, I think I, the anti-Semitism thing stuck. Well, the, the whole thing, though, this whole election, I, I can actually say this quite, quite honestly. I think this whole election is just meaningless uh, because before the election was announced, everyone was sort of already rock hard set. Dreading their, it. No, everyone was really rock hard set in their position and their view on Brexit and what direction the country should be in, who they want to lead it. Nothing has changed since the general election was announced. Like nothing Since March 2017? Yeah. Since, yeah like, nothing's really... Yeah, yeah. No, and nothing either party can say will, will change anyone's mind on, on the big issues. It's a completely waste of time. It's it's only happening because, you know, the parliamentarians just delayed, you know, leaving the EU cleanly so much. That's the only reason we're having an election now is, is because of Brexit. So, you know, Labour are arguing that Brexit isn't the main issue of this election. There's all these social justice no, it's a issues. Brexit election. We're only having this election because of Brexit. It's, it's Yeah, that's why at the start I called it a sham. Yeah. Elections are not single issue things. Yeah. But like I said... Unless say, it's like a time of war, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but, but, but I do like coming back to like the whole thing of brexit and and trump and they they were both two things that weren't meant to happen you know there was some sort of really don't think there's a big connection between trump and brexit but was, i think brexit predates it was just this chaos thing it was this chaos thing and I, I think because this is still linked to that even though that was years ago it's still part of the same story so you can still expect the same sort of chaos so i'm saying don't believe the polls expect the unexpected that's why i said three seats at a minimum for the brexit party i i and some people are Tall saying order i know i, I, I no, I, I think they might get more. Like I say, people didn't expect it to, to happen. They did very well in the EU elections. Be surprised. Uh, European Parliament's different. It's not. Yeah, I know, but it's its own sort of uh, people weird normally, entity. Yeah, but, but people don't normally care about it. But this time around, there was a huge turnout for the EU Parliament elections. You know, it's things are, are different now. We can't rely on the well, old that was a, modalities. I think uh, Farage. That's a misstep in terms of his strategy, Brexit Party strategy. Of he got together. You know, I guess what people described as credible candidates, like not crazy kooks for the most part. And now he's got to contest a general election. And it's like all the people that he vetted and picked, he sent off to European Parliament. 
Yeah. And and four four of them have turned on him this week. Say they? vote Tory. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Um so traitors. <laughs> <laughs> yes, social media went ape shit, didn't it? Well, I think Nigel Farage did. But we at least we don't have to wait long. We don't have to wait long. It, this time next week all our questions will have been answered we'll have like another five years of uh, boris johnson or we'll have like another four years of jeremy corbyn and i say four years because the country will, won't last five years with him leading <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a very uh boomerish okay boomer thing, thing to say but i'm not a boomer don't get me started on that i'm so fucking infuriated by i'm that a, i'm a how, how do you what's x o o m e r yeah but don't get me i fucking hate that meme so much it's it's like pure crystallized ignorance, blinding. Like when the light hits it, it's so fucking pure that when it, the reflection is absolutely blinding. Yeah, but meme, meme, memes are interesting because they're very, they're, they're sort of like sociological snapshots. And y- you give it another 20 years when the population is like massively unbalanced in terms of old people versus young people. And you'll have this underclass of people who are basically just sick of wiping the rich upper classes' ass because they're old and can't do it. And this, this generational war could be a thing, you know. Number one thing I don't like about memes, the shittest ones are the ones that always rise to the top and stay there, stay out, stay there, welcome. What? Whereas the greatest memes, yeah. like the ones that actually hit on something, yeah, they disappear very quickly. Yeah, that NPC meme, I think about that maybe once a week, that NPC meme, like how it really cut to something that was so yeah, yeah. If things are too, inarguably true, yeah. they had to get rid of it yeah. and get rid of it quick. That, that, that's the sort of bad side of it. But they, they are like a great snapshot of what a lot of people are feeling at the time. But I've, I've seen a resurgence of like one that isn't visual. It's purely text-based where people will type something and then at the end of whatever they've typed, they'll just be like, oh, and Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> that's like another one. YouTube comment sections for like <laughs> yeah. several months now. The yeah. top comment is always Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah, you just throw it in there after whatever you've said. Yeah, um, anyway, back to UK sham election. <laughs> Sorry, a big burp there. Shows my, my feelings on it. Back. The whole thing is a big burp. Like I said, it doesn't, it's just bollocks. It's a sham, but. Everyone's made their mind up two years ago. It, we're <laughs> only having this election because. Parliament doesn't really want to leave. Majority, overwhelming majority of Parliament does not want to leave the EU, but can't be honest about it with the public. They couldn't be honest back in 2015 when David Cameron kind of made sense as a gamble. I'm going to kill the Eurosceptics and my party forever by giving them a referendum that I think they're surely going to lose. Yeah. Kind of made sense, I guess. Why anyone else like Labour? That had to go through Parliament, right? They had to back it. Why the fuck would they give it their blessing? They they didn't want to do that. It was to, it was it was it was to keep UKIP out of Parliament. But they were never no. It was it, it was that. But it was UKIP it, have never been like a told, massive electoral force. Do yeah, you know but what they, mean, they, to they be reckoned with. But they were about to be. You have to go back and remind yourself of the times. I remember there was a massive fear amongst Labour moderates. Why else did the that a lot of old school Labour left was going to UKIP? But it turned out to not actually... Someone went through the numbers. It turned out not to be true. It was actually mainly Tory voters who uh, found BNP and what have you to be sort of like, you know, too unsavory for them. And yeah. then when UKIP arrived, it was like a sort of legit-looking Eurosceptic outfit. 
And so it was the Tories who lost voters to yeah. UKIP, not Labour. Yeah, but, but but you never know what goes on in the background, in the back rooms. And you never know, the Tories might have been let down on some guarantees from the EU. You know, Cameron said, maybe he went to the EU and said, look, you know, I'm going to go to my people and say this. But so you've, you're going to have he to... He told Angela Merkel, don't give me anything. Really? Like, I have no intention of leaving the EU. I don't want to leave. Yeah. Yeah, and so of course Angela Merkel gave him nothing. But they should have offered. So he him. comes back and he's like, "Oh, I got this," and it's like, "Yeah, we already had that." Yeah, and which really pissed the public off oh, that yeah. he tried to swindle them. Yeah, yeah, but but so, but but like you said, you said the the, the Parliament is sort of thwarting Brexit, but the the public is aware of, and they that. won't be honest with it. But though. I know, but the, the public does know that the average man on the street is very aware of that now. So how infuriating is that that you know? And that's why I think they this, won't say what they really think. But that's why I think this election, you know, that there is a lot more to play with the, the Brexit party could get a few seats that's, that's why I, you know I said that would be mir- like miracle level for what is still pretty much a brand new party yeah, yeah, yeah. to gain seats in their first general yeah. election that's like that's unheard of man. I know I'm going to say it but like we only have to wait a week I'll be interested to see come back on I might have egg on my face but I don't care I like egg on my face I mean it is definitely <laughs> it shouldn't be Brexit election but that's what it is general elections should be general elections not single issues kind of shit Something that's sort of depressing me about... Yeah, but it's very polarised and everything's very polarised and... There's weird, weird common ground... You know, it's like you're ...appearing right. between um, yeah. some some Remain voters who are like... If, who are empathetic enough to go... Like, if I was a Leave voter and then three years of this fucking shit happens, I'd be livid. Leave voters are fucked off. Yeah, but he, even since... Ever since the result, yeah. do the result. Dumb idea, but they did it. Yeah. It was stupid to have a referendum. Yeah. It was dumb to have it to just be, do you want to stay or you want to leave? Whereas it should have been, look, what, what, Tom, what kind of relationship do yeah, you no, want? No, Tom, they should have broken it down like that. Yeah, but no, but Tom, I've always likened it to like the relationship between a sort of battered wife and her abusive alcoholic husband. I've always seen it like that. And when you leave, honey, you got to leave 100%. You got to, you can't, you can't keep any contacts. You know, we had yeah. to leave the customs union. They can't we know where we are. We have to ECJ. physically hide the British Isles. Yeah. Go, go to one of those battered wives' <laughs> refuge house, yeah. or something. Yeah. So like, In Botswana. Yeah, so like, um, it was always going to be leave, walk out the door, take everything. You know, the cat, take take the lot. And it's so it's so disingenuous when Boris Johnson and Jeremy Corbyn and all of them, they talk about our friends and allies, our friends and partners, they say, our friends and partners in Europe, mm. which... If we leave, yeah, we'll be friends and competitors. There's no two ways about it. Economically, we'll be competitors if we're not in there. Econom- we're going to be undercutting the EU because yeah. that's basically all we can do. Yeah, this life, it's like every other free free market, you know, country in the economy of the, of the, the world. So, like, you know, that doesn't concern me. But what, what does concern me is, is this sort of halfway house, grey areas. No, go back to what was on, on the paper that you, you gave to every... But it was too. It was too oversimplified. That was the. It's not. It has to be. It's very simple. You can't over oversimplify something that is already very simple. Stay or go. Stay or go. And going means like properly going. You, you can't. You can't. You can't be in the same space physically. You can't have the same bank account anymore. <laughs> no. Sorry. But yeah, I'm going to be very nasty now and say like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not calling the Irish pets. But 
if, if, if you're in a relationship Babe. and you break up and you both have like a pet, then it is, it is like dodgy because half of Ireland is, is, is legitimately with the EU and half of the island is legitimately. Well, the, as, the as things stand right now, well, they both are. But. Legitimately, but you know, and, oh no, there's going to be a border in the Irish Sea. You know, the, 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 the Russian hackers have given Jeremy Corbyn these blacked out pieces of paper that say there's going to be a hard border in the floating in the middle of the Irish Ocean. Well, Russian okay. hackers, what? Yeah, so, so what? Like, no one cares. Apparently, you know, those papers that Corbyn was waving around on the TV. The Debates. You didn't watch the TV debates. At one About, point of oh, the TV debates, Corbyn literally, very dramatically, he pulls out this stack of papers that have like all this black felt tip over them and says, Oh, I got these. Not saying where. Turns out it was from like a Kremlin source, <laughs> which they didn't know. But And whether the, the information is right or wrong, it's like, Oh, we're going to sell the NHS. The NHS is not up for sale. Do you know, we should Which even- is technically correct. The NHS can't be sold. You can't buy it. You can't buy a government procuring contracts with private healthcare providers. You can't buy that. I know. And and, and the joke is, the joke is like, at the end of the day, the average man on the street, he doesn't give a fuck where the medicine comes from, who paid for it, just as long as it's free at the point of entry. That's all that matters. Which it will be, because it's the state buying it. And it's like it's complete bollocks. And like I saw a funny little clip someone had cut out from Private Eye magazine where like Labour had said like twelve months to save the NHS, yeah. nineteen ninety three. I think that. it's on average every seven months a, uh, a headline. Yeah. NHS yeah. Yeah. crisis. Yeah. Eight billion pounds needed now. Twelve billion pounds needed now. And I saw another one where, like, the Tories have been in power for forty-four of the years that the NHS has been in existence, and it's still here. You know, it's like they're not. It's no party in their right mind would dismantle it. Dude, Russia is in such a massive power of position through no fault of their own yeah purely western error of just they can just give they can just say anything they want and it the western media western yeah. political parties they can't ignore it well they, 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 they if they can't ignore it they can cover it up there is actually a have you, you know there's a, some report about russian interference in british politics which has been d- which has been officially delayed until after the election how convenient because it's all about like a lot of russian money going into the conservative party or at least ex-russian citizens who are now uk citizens. i'm sure there's <laughs> russian money everywhere russian guys you know but it's it's, it's the classic russian thing, money in the brexit party. yeah it's, it's it's the classic thing of de- destabilization technique where you support opposite sides you support everyone yeah so no one knows what your position really yeah is. but it just it, and it, the idea is like from russia's point of view well, all of russia russia isn't about invading the world like it was in rambo films in the 80s and they and invasion usa which shot norris which everyone should watch. they want some of their satellites no. back russia is all about protecting its natural resources because that's that's all russia has is is gas and oil that's that's their wealth like apart from the gas and oil russia's gdp is the same as italy yeah but they've got they've got to do deals obviously yeah they've got to sell that oil to someone yeah. otherwise it's not worth shit but they need to protect it territorially the pipelines the space so they do need to maintain this yeah, but ukraine was military just, they just wanted it back we used to have this territory, and now we want it back. Cause we're, and we're going to use... There are people who are sort of basically ethnically Russian. Mm. And it's like, yeah, we've got this little pocket of people who are basically Russian, and that's going to be our excuse for annexation. You know, even 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 <sighs> Britain has tried to invade Russia before. I saw this um, page on uh, Wikipedia. Why would you want it? It wasn't a list of countries that Britain has invaded. 
It was a list of countries that Britain hasn't invaded. A short list. Yeah, and it was, it's literally about 18 countries. Ridiculous. But it's, countries... It's, it's cool that we're, we're going to be getting back to that on a business level. Labour say if they win, they're going to introduce like into the curriculum a sort of British guilt lesson. Guilt ridden. Well, they're going to try and talk about the, you know the bad things the British Empire and stuff. But like, I don't feel guilty because I wasn't alive then. There's nothing I could do about it. Not even that. Name name the country that doesn't have okay. yeah. Apart from some Eastern European country that came into existence you know, mid 20th century. I, you know. I, I'm not going to be looking for reparations against the Vikings and the Romans. But, but like I mean, like you shouldn't feel too bad then if Russia's doing this because it means I'd, I'd feel quite flattered. Big old Russia, so worried about useless little old backwards Britain. They they happy, they want to destabilize our politics. Brilliant. Well, when Vladimir flexes in that context, it's like you see the atrophy in the Russian military muscle. I don't know about that. They 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 pulled off a successful assassination, <laughs> a, a chemical weapons attack on our country, didn't they? It wasn't done very well, was it though? No, but famously Jeremy Corbyn... It's not Cor- a professional hit when everybody finds out Famous- and knows how you did it. Yeah, but famously Jeremy Corbyn came out and said we shouldn't believe the official story yet until we have all the evidence and blah, blah, blah. And we shouldn't have shot that terrorist on... They could know. have just been touring Salisbury. He doesn't He doesn't believe in the shoot we're to going kill off. policy. Yeah. <laughs> we're hitting every sort of topic that I just... Why the fuck does anybody care about this? I understand that like there's a basic principle of... A logical sort of principle of having the button but not and announcing you wouldn't press it like that's stupid i get it are we on the brink of nuclear war constantly like how is this a fucking topic when a general election comes up how does it come down to the nuclear button it's like one of those like how does that come up it's like one of those after dinner questions it's like um uh, you know if you were on a hot air balloon and someone had to jump off uh, and you had like the dalai lama and Elvis like, but how, how is it like a wedge issue though it's of, just a question it's just a question oh, i was gonna vote someone. for this guy but now it's just i don't know a question you know would, would you willingly annihilate 20 million people in an instant yeah, of course. I'd scorch the earth, yeah. yeah. You know, if you, uh, if you as just, a basic principle, if I you would just if you them. just answer that simply and quickly, then there, you're done. They can't ask you any more. <laughs> That's how they? they should phrase it. Would you ironize the atmosphere? Yes. In- interestingly, but fr- my my opponent won't. Yeah, but but it's it's fast that one thing He was, won't ignite the earth. Yeah, but it's it's Brexit you, election. Okay, let's let's get However, down, let's get down to brass tacks. Like I everyone can already guess my answer. It's I'll, a sham. No, no, everyone can always already guessed my answer of who I'm going to vote for. Well, you said already, if there's a oh. Brexit party candidate, if, I, if there's yeah, a Brexit yeah. party candidate, then yeah. Listeners, I've been muttering it under my breath every five seconds, so I'm actually subliminally... So, like, everyone's going to vote for Brexit party more than you think, you see. So, are you going to bother voting, Tom? You wish the Monster Raven Lily party was still a thing. Torn. Torn again. I can't, in good moral conscience, I can't vote for a major party. Like the behaviour of parliamentarians yeah. over the last three years yeah. has been fucking shocking, yeah. and and not even like, like I'm trembling at how fucking angry I am at yeah, parliamentarians right now, and not just parliamentarians. Even, the microphone's not getting it, but 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 even not even not parliamentarians, even the so-called elder statesmen. Like you've got John Major came like out. Today. John Major, an ex-prime minister, came out today and said. Don't vote Tory. And then Tony Blair keeps coming back from the, the, the <laughs> yeah, sort of chemical grave and saying, like, we need a second referendum. You know why These John Major, though, right? shut the fuck up. John Major tried to kill off... Like, John Redwood basically represents Tory Euroscepticism. And he was one of those three bastards. You know, the famous... Yeah, 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 yeah. He was one of them, right? And that's what John Major tried to do. He tried to get him out. But, but it's, then it's like John Redwood got the last laugh, though. But it's what he's doing now. It's like literally this week, John Major's giving press conferences saying, don't vote for Boris. 
And Tony just, Blair's saying don't vote for Corbyn. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> it's just ridiculous behaviour. It's outrageous behaviour. What the fuck are they doing? Calm down. Can shut we bring the fuck back up. the word spastic just for parliamentarians? They still like use it in only the states for parliamentarians. They still use it in the states. Demented. Demented is a word that doesn't get used enough when it comes to UK politics. Yeah, because it is fucking demented. Yeah. Who the fuck are you supposed to vote for? Like this whole um, big it's like tent, the- broad church party political shit it's coming apart it's falling apart this idea of uh, one party can represent the middle ground different political philosophies that don't really agree with each other so it's like if you're a uh, conservative yeah you probably haven't thought about voting for the conservative party for like 10 15 years now if you're well i mean if you're a socialist you've been pissed off with labor for a long time we should be delighted if with Corbyn, if you're a socialist, well, or he's more of a com- he's he's too far left even for the left wing. No, more than just the, the the party didn't accept it. Like you, you know, traditionally the party leader gets to shape mm. what the party is. Tony Blair certainly did. Yeah, and so they felt like it's our turn. And but then the party was like, no, we have to get rid of this guy. But who the fuck did they put up against him? Yvette Cooper. Uh, who was the Manchester guy? He's mayor of Manchester now. Andy Burnham. Andy Burnham. Highly, highly memorable guys they put up against Jeremy Corman. I hear people talking and they're like saying, we've had, we've had nearly 10 years of Tory rule, far-right Tory rule, and it's like... It's not far-right. It's not far-right. It's like the Tories are centre ground now. The Tories are like Blairites and Old Labour was like Blairites. But it's just become the norm. So, like, Boris isn't a fucking brown shirt Nazi, <laughs> but the fact that like you know his opposition all think that he is it's, it's just so stupid and childish, and it polarizes people because you're forced to take a side because the middle ground is like a minefield now. You have to hide in either side, the left trench or the right trench, all the way away, all the way around away from the center because they're throwing so much shit at each other. If you are in the center, you're just in no man's land, getting bombarded from both sides. Well, you hear a lot about how like centrists aren't represented in UK politics. It's like, no, nobody is because of these broad church, big tent parties that try to be a home to everyone and then end up being a home to no one. So who are you going to vote for? (laughs) I'm voting for Nigel Farage. Yeah, you've hit on something there that I hate about British politics at the moment, UK politics at the moment. We don't elect leaders in this country. We just don't. The party elects the leader. Oh, excuse me, I said that wrong. We don't elect prime ministers in this country. So when people go like, oh, someone is going to put Boris Johnson in number 10 so so is going to put Jeremy Corbyn that's not how that's not how it's supposed to work but that is how it works it's the way it is it's like you say it's 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 bullshit it's these it's one of these unsaid agreements that people have these unspoken rules and processes it's horseshit it's it's entirely of our own making though do you know what I mean that's the big that's a big part of the problem for me we did this shit to ourselves I'm annoyed this election's happening because it shouldn't be happening. It's yeah. We had the referendum because parliamentarians are weak and spineless. We ha- we're having this election for the exact same reasons. I've got a really horrible feeling. Like the British public needs to teach the political class a lesson. Brexit was like a slap to the face to the political class. Oh, this no. this has to be like an actual. We're going to sit you down. Oh no! And explain to you why you're a fuck up. I know and why gonna, you've got to go. I know what you're going to say. What? I know who you're going to vote for. You're, you're going to press the self-destruct button, aren't you? I'm going to hit the nuclear button. Oh, my God. On what? <laughs> you're going to vote for Corbyn. 
No. Just to like, it's more more than no, a slap in said, the face. That's, oh no! I just said one. I hate the fact that people think we elect prime ministers in this country. We don't. Okay, come on. Two. But you you do. I couldn't in good conscience vote for a major party. Who are you voting for? I might not. I'm either going to not vote. <sighs> I mean, I'm kind of liking SDP. The right? beaches of Dunkirk fought for your vote. Come on, Tom. I kind of SDP. Like, that's fine. Rod Little's party. I'd vote for them because they're yeah they they're just sort of saying the right things. But yeah. again, they're in such a luxurious position of just being in the middle. They have no hope of forming a government, and you, you can say it's so easy to say the right things when you've got no chance of winning. And it's like <laughs> a major problem. Our system, UK polit- political system, is set up for a strong government and an opposition. Yeah. And strong government means majority in parliament. But nobody can really form a majority in parliament. Well... And so what we have of just non-stop, one after the other, weak government, weak government, weak government, weak government. Mm. And I think that's really becoming a problem. Uh, the bedrock underneath that, though, is an even deeper and bigger problem. English politics is absolutely broken. It doesn't exist, which is a fucking massive <laughs> error. Well, there's no part there's of no, the English. There's no English Parliament. There's no. a Welsh Parliament, and there needs parliament. to be. Yeah. There needs to be an English Parliament. But that would be racist, Tom. Because mm-hmm. I mean, like the Scottish position doesn't make any fucking sense. Lib Dem position doesn't make any sense. Labour's position doesn't make any sense. The Tories, are, like you say, are just desperate to cling on to power. And that's it. That's their only reason detriment. They'll do whatever it takes. They'll say whatever it takes. Fuck the consequences. Which is why Boris is the perfect Tory. <laughs> so Dude, you know there I mean? are even some um, there are some capitalists out there that feel like they're not represented politically. Oh yeah, because it's it's a crony capitalism that the Tories and Republican Party support. It's not that. Well, I've, I, I, on a system of yeah. you, you invest in a company because you think it's going to do well, not because it's going to do badly. Yeah. But I, I've spoken to some very socially minded, you know, capitalist people, you know, who, who, who at heart are socialists and would, would vote Labour, you know, if it was some, if it was like a type of Blairite Labour, but, you know, because they've just lurched so far to the left. Like you know, it's just it's just not realistic what what what, what they want. You know, the, the the sort of levels of spending they 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 announced before they bolted on the extra sixty eight billion for the WASPy women, the women who aren't getting their pension. Their their financial projections were already like wildly huge before they even added this sixty eight billion from out of nowhere. Where are you going to get it from? Oh, we'll make uh, Amazon pay more taxes. You know, Amazon will just fuck off. <laughs> you know? They're not really here anyway. Yeah, they're in Ireland. So, yeah, what can you do? Yeah, well, we'll, we'll nationalise everything. Well, you can't nationalise everything if you're going to rejoin the EU because all the Italian companies that own the railways and the French companies well, that own our nuclear power stations—they're not going to like that, are they? They'll end up spending most of their time in court because they're going to underpay. And so, all these private shareholders, investors, whatever, are going to be like, "Listen, you didn't pay us anywhere near what this thing is actually worth," and they're just going to be end up in court all the fucking time, and they're going to lose. And, it, and it's going to be obviously. Uh, it tends to be more Labour people who are like, "We, oh, well, I'm, I'm worried about this rule-based yeah, yeah. international law, recognise whatever treaties and all this shit." You think you think an unreconstructed communist is going to give a flying fuck about international law? Okay, and you know, it, I'm, I'm, you can completely criticise me because I'm being really critical with Labour, and yet the fact that I'm admitting that I'm going to vote Brexit Party if I can to dilute the Tory vote, thereby increasing the chances of, of Labour getting in, um, I, I still don't care. You know, 
That's what I mean. It's it's gone past depression into hysteria now. You know what? I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind if Corbyn got in and fucked things up for a few years. You know, Corbyn just to show people how rubbish communism is. Well, Corbyn. That's the thing about Corbyn. He doesn't scare me nearly as much. Mm. We're not Jewish, though. Like, well, yeah. It's like, <laughs> but the idea of him walking into number ten doesn't scare me nearly as much as John McDonnell walking into number eleven as uh, no. Chancellor of the Exchequer. No. Because the city is scared shitless of him. At some point, well, I mean, there were two points. It was sort of like mid-late 80s and then early noughties. The UK, basically, all we do is financial services. Like, that's the bulk of our economy. We do it very well. We're the best money launderers in the world. You know, L- London... <laughs> Nine out of ten dictators recommend London's laundering London, your money in you know, the UK. Central London is rapidly becoming like a, a ghost town in some places not 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 in the financial sense just in the, the sheer population sense got, no one lives you'll there. have like a block like literally a block of like three or four empty skyscrapers which mm. are like luxury flats which are all owned by like sort of chinese and arabs oh, it's even worse than that right not only can they sell that they can't sell the office space there because <laughs> it's just too fucking expensive yeah yeah, yeah. but it doesn't matter because it's it's literally like golden bricks instead of having gold in the bank vault you just got some bricks in in london and like it's fascinating seeing how how it's going and but 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 it is it's been a success story in terms of global money and finance great why not you know the city of london prevails the bank of england good yeah the problem is though if a socialist yeah unabashed and unashamed i'm a socialist i will seize uh private assets type guy walks into number 11 city's done that's the end of it. And it's all uh, Saudi, Chinese, oh. Qatari. Well, it's, it's all these fine, fine no. countries that invest money in our country. Well, that that would go away. Well, Tom, it's it's already been a proven fact that that the Labour Party can negatively affect our stock market before they're even in power. Yeah, when, just by looking like they might no, form a government. When, when, no, when 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 McDonald came out and started talking about the free broadband and how they'd like renationalise um, BT. BT, right? Yeah, part of BT. BT stock dropped by 4% in a flash. And like, that that was just... Yeah, but do you know why, though? Because everyone and their grandmother knows they're not going to pay what it's worth. So it's like, listen, the the country can't even afford to do it without getting tied up in a courtroom. I'm all all for free stuff, but I I go on terms of essentials. And like, food and water is more essential than broadband. They should give us free water before they give us free broadband. Yeah, I wouldn't say broadband necessarily. But they they should give us free water before they give us free broadband. And Um, they'll never give us free water. The extent to which getting a job is becoming increasingly reliant on having an online, you know, having an internet connection. Yeah. If it was plus net, you know, four quid a month, get to send some emails... Yeah, receive email. You don't want Fine. Diane Abbott being in charge of the internet and like she can read every email that you send. Ten minute video on YouTube is what, like how many gigabytes? Yeah, HD. Yeah. At a time when um, yeah, everyone's promising they're going to get the energy. There's a climate crisis and you know energy. We need solutions to energy problems. It's like yeah, giving away free broadband is going to help. Mm. Well, based on what you said, I'm going to look into the SDP a bit. They say the right things, even though I'll, like I said, I'd. I'd I'd follow Nigel Farage through the gates of, of Hades, so uh, he'll always get my vote. And I know we don't vote for the person, we vote for the individual party, but... Yeah, that's why I don't like Brexit pie, though. It's it's he, UKIP again, it's cult Farage yeah, again. Yeah, but, but that's just... The fact is, like, once in every generation, a cult leader does emerge. <laughs> you, can, you can join the cult if you like, but there is the sheer force of personality, the cult of personality. 
I'm not going to say it's, it's not going to end up like Jonestown, but <laughs> maybe there'll be like a mass suicide where everyone drinks their uh, sort of, you know, their, their, their spiked Frey Bentos pie. They sort of tuck into it and all the Brexiteers in the country simultaneously die at once in a sign of final defiance to the yeah. EU. <laughs> but it, the thing about the political cult was that I think uh, Farage, I reckon in five years, he'll probably be doing um, talk radio in America, like in like a state like Alabama or something like Kentucky or something. Do you know what I mean? Like that's going to be his thing. Maybe hosting a chat show on US TV, like a late night chat show. It wouldn't show. be TV, it'd be radio. Man. I promise you, I promise <laughs> you it'd be radio. He hasn't got a face for American no. television. But he's he's too in with Trump, isn't he? He's he's like just too... He's in one of Trump's sort of circles. So. Is he? Yeah, him and Trump are like mates. He couldn't even get a job at Fox. Did you see the interview? You know you know the, the, the semi-job of like the contributor? He couldn't even get that. Did you hear the interview he gave about a month ago? Donald Trump and Nigel Farage, they just had a phone conversation. Yeah. It was on LBC. It was, it was surreal because it, it was like, this is the president, but they were just chatting away on the phone. Like, was it a meme generation? Pretty meme much. Meme generator? Yeah, they were just having a, a love-in. Oh, what, just blowing smoke? Because that's what Trump does. Well, Trump was saying, like, you should have a coalition with the Tories and Boris should work with you. You know, he was trying to do his little bit of influence. Could happen all because of people like me not voting Tory. But I don't people think like Corbyn's, you voting SDP. I don't think Corbyn's that massive a radical. However, but he's just a he's puppet. clearly not leading the Labour Party. No, he 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 just he just he's got he's got a lot of hands up his ass and a lot of strings pulling on him. He's weak. Yeah. He's really weak, man. He's very easy to wind up, as, as I alluded yeah. to earlier with that Philip Schofield. He gets angry anytime interview. someone yeah. doesn't yeah. like when he pushes out horse shit and they don't just buy it, which. I can kind of understand because it's most political journalists. Uh, I hate the way they self-aggrandizingly say, oh, we hold power to account. No, you don't. You don't. Your stenographer is the government and have been for a long time now. But they, like Corbyn gets it probably worse than anybody else. Like when he pushes out bullshit, they actually call him on it. Which is Johnson, right. they don't. Johnson, they just move on to the next question because they know he's just, he's just going to say again what he just said. Yeah. But in in general, Corbyn doesn't do a fraction as much press as he should as as a party leader. Like he he never goes on like the Nick Ferrari show is is is, is the biggest like breakfast but show. He's Tory friendly in, in the UK. Guy, it? Doesn't matter. You you have to go on it and be like torn to shreds and just do. No, but your... that'd be the excuse from Corbyn supporters. Yeah, yeah. he's a Tory guy. Yeah, but okay. But he's he's, he's Andrew Neil's a Tory guy. But he's like refused to go on it, and the same is like um, Sadiq Khan has refused to go on his show as well for, for years. It's just it's just like bollock. They don't they don't allow themselves to be open to other ways. Yeah, it's. Um, I've had this discussion. Very with... strict strict way to be mentally. I've had this discussion with a guy who's sort of, he was hard left, not so hard left now, but still like, uh, virulently anti-Tory, but even he's cracked and he's like, he really hated Jordan Peterson, Ben Shapiro. And he was like, yeah, I watched something and it was like, yeah, he was all right. Mm. Like he was a reasonable guy. And I was like, yeah, that's what I was trying to tell you. <laughs> I've been trying to tell you for like three years now. Yeah. The right are winning by default. The left are so fucking out of their mind insane. Yeah. Telling lesbians, unless you suck a trans woman's dick, you're not really a lesbian. They're like, they are gone, lost in the weeds. Mm. And the right looks sane by comparison. They're yeah. not. They're demented too. But you know what? If the U British public, well, I'll be specific, if the English public doesn't use this sham election 
as an opportunity to just kick the political class right in the nuts. And I'm talking like a mass clear out Labour and Tories. If that doesn't happen, then whatever fucking bullshit follows from that, we thoroughly deserve. Well, the, based on what you've just said, that means the most likely outcome would be a hung parliament. Absolutely. It's going to be a hung parliament. Which is like, makes you want to hang yourself because it's yeah. so boring. Another uh, weak government. Yay. More dodgy coalitions and just nothing gets achieved. Nothing gets done because there's no impetus because people are too worried about patching things up with their partners. Oh, God. But I don't care. Like I said, for me, it's a long slog. I, all I can just do is just repeat the mantra of Nigel, 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 and just keep voting Brexit Party. But like I said, I don't think I can vote for them this time because I'm in a marginal seat. So I'm meant to vote for the Tory party. They, they won't run a candidate, right, because it's a marginal yeah, seat then? Yeah, very marginal seat. So Makes sense. Costs money. You can lose your deposit. You don't get enough votes. So yeah. But no, I think UK politics is... <laughs> Brexit's not going to happen until we fix UK politics in general. So it's like, I'm, I'm sort of done with Brexit for now. I think it's still think it's inevitable. Yeah. It's, Europe is going to federalise and we're not going to be a part of it. It's just that's, that's yeah. you know, it's that simple. Yeah. But it, it takes a while, you know. It took a while for us to get into the mess. It'll take a while to get out of it, even though it should be a very clean, simple thing like I argued earlier. Just go, walk out the door. Well, these broad churches, big tent parties, the problem is they suck all the oxygen out of the room and we're at a point though where like nobody feels represented what so you, yeah labor you... and tory yeah. party absolutely has to go live them maybe as well maybe not they're not that they're not that major yeah but labor and tories absolutely it's overdue most parties die after about 80 90 years yeah. so we, we, we've we've said what we think will happen and we we both sort of agree it's going to be a hung parliament probably what, another tory-led coalition okay because because what i want to happen is a weak tory win and they're forced to back themselves up with brexit party people but brexit party electorally are nothing well like i said who knows what's going to happen like i said even if they get three seats I'd love that. But They're cockroaches that, uh, and now especially like it's sort of become popular, hasn't it? The tactical voting, especially when it comes to tactically voting against Farage. We go back to the start. We said uh, Joe Switzerland and the Lib Dems have been very unpopular in terms of the feedback on the polls. But when it comes to voting day, I think people might look in that in that in the case of Lib Dems, they might look past. They'll get some gains. They surely. might, yeah, they might look past the leader, unlike Tories and Labour people who are very hard-lined and only focus on who the leader is. Maybe there'll be the sort of middle ground of the public who'll be able to look past Joe Swinson and vote for yeah, her. because they've sold themselves as, this is how you get Remain. Yeah, so I think they'll do, the Lib Dems will do better than people are predicting. They'll gain some seats, but yeah, what are they, so that's a good, five? So, where, where are they at now? Oh, no, they they got some defectors. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. what are they, eight? Yeah. and uh, Eight to 12, yeah. who gives a fuck? But... Uh, yeah, any sort of game for the Brexit party would be really good in my book. Um, and yeah, keep Corbyn out because I, I enjoy working, but I'll, I'll definitely quit my job if Corbyn. You're still committed to that. Yeah, what is the point? I'd 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 feel so loath to look at my payslip and see my tax at the end of every month going out, and just thinking that it was going to f just be fucking spent, fucking bullshit and like you don't work in the city right? you're not going to be doesn't matter it's, it's the principle it's not it's not about the amount it's the principle tom and th there's no reason for me to work if i can just get everything given to me for free computer games are pretty damn good nowadays you can play them for hours at a time you just sit around all day playing a computer yeah, game. yeah it's never been easier to kill time yeah so yeah so maybe i'll vote sdp sometimes when i'm kind of pissed off politics i just vote for an independent just a local independent they're not in the... Do you like Nigel Farage? 
Not really. And I don't like parties that are just cults of personality. Of like, it's a party of one person. But he's great. <laughs> we wouldn't have. We wouldn't, we wouldn't be in the situation we're in now if it wasn't for Nigel Farage, Tom. <laughs> You have to admit that, even if you're not well, a fan of it. No one, no one has had a bigger effect on British politics in the last 50 years than Nigel Farage. No one. Even though he's not ever won a seat in Parliament. My counter to that, Name nothing... Them. Margaret Thatcher, maybe? Nothing and no one mm. has had a, a greater effect on UK politics other than general fucking ineptitude. <laughs> we got here mostly due to incompetence. And yeah, we have to be... like, Let's not be demented about that. We got here due to incompetence. We've got to fix that first. You can't have the incompetence that got you to Brexit, then negotiating Brexit. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Tim and I prattle on. Yeah, go out and vote and don't your use your... democratic duty. And remember, don't, don't use your vote to, to, to vote for someone. Use it to, to, to punish someone else. Tell the political class to fuck off. This has to be a punishment election. Uh, yeah, I agree. And it, it, like Brexit was somewhat self-indulgent and this has to be somewhat self-indulgent as well. Yeah, so, so let rip everybody. Mass clear out as well, I want to see. Not going to see it. I'm going to see this country re-elect the same dumb fucks to try and solve the problem that the dumb fucks got us into. It's not going to work. Let's see. Let's see. That's all we can do. Thanks for listening to the Ill-Informed Insight podcast. Thank you. Good night, everybody. Bye.